York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to do something that I have not done in four games. You know what it is? It's time to hit the gunshots, damn it. Because the Knicks stopped a four-game skid and defeat these lowly Houston Rockets 116 to 103. And we have plenty to talk about tonight. <laughs> Alright. Listen, man, we we, we we were missing a lot of people. We were missing a lot of people. Kevin Knox, out. Protocol. Grimes, out. Protocol. Obi, out. Protocol. Derrick Rose twisted his ankle in the middle of the game. But all in all, the Knicks came together and beat this Rockets team. And this Rockets team, they've been playing well as of late. They've been missing Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. And... You know, those are our main guys, but those guys being down actually made them better because those guys are still rookies. So they started running off some wins. So it was not a foregone conclusion that the Knicks were going to beat the Rockets today. But all in all, the Knicks did their thing and beat these Rockets. And man, the Ute them came <laughs> true. Miles McBride. Came through in the clutch, career high. 15 points, 9 of 6. And then he had, I think he had a couple of steals, Ryan, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, man. I think three steals, man. Shout out to Miles McBride. Four steals on the night. My spot. I did not mean to disrespect you, Miles McBride. Four oh, steals four, on the night. Oh, it's four steals. Yeah, oh, four steals. My fault. My fault. My nah. fault. Julius Randle with 21 points. Evan Fournier. Stepped out of sunk with 23 points. Quickly with 24 points and career high. Seven threes. Bust those gunshots for quickly. <laughs> and Charles Gibson didn't really give you much um, points. But, you know, he, he gave you admirable effort. And Mitchell Robinson awakens from his slumber. It gives you nine rebounds on the night. He gives you a bunch of offensive rebounds. He gives you three blocks. He gives you all. Mitch Robinson was looking washed until this game, Ryan. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> washed. <laughs> Needed this win. Needed this win. And don't look now, ladies and gentlemen. After the crazy schedule, after the rough start, it looks like blue skies might be coming through. If we start to do what we were supposed to do, we can actually come through and start winning these games. All right, all right. Oh, Royal, Royal. Okay, Royal's, Royal's, Royal's here. Royal's here now. Okay, fine. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm sorry. We all over the place tonight, man. We all over the place tonight. Royal, Royal's finally in, so I got to readjust. I'm sorry, guys. But as I'm readjusting, Ryan, man, uh, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll start this conversation off. And I'm, I'm gonna let you take over a little bit while I get Roy and everybody, all these guys situated. But Ryan, <clears throat> first of all, the first quarter, we started off uh, pretty well in the first quarter for the first time in a long time. It looks like you know we were setting guys up. The uh, 
it looks like Evan Fournier finally got to a good start. I know you've been harping on Evan Fournier and us using him wrong this entire time. What did you see from the starting unit in this first quarter that got us off to this fast start? Well, I'll say this. It's the first time in a long time where I've seen movement with the Knicks' first unit. Mm-hmm. There was there were, there were at least I think three or four times within the first quarter where they were actually moving off the ball, especially Fournier. Like I haven't seen Fournier move off move off the ball in like the last five six games. So I think part of the reason why the Knicks started off so well was because they actually moved off the ball. The ball actually moved around. There wasn't as much ISO ball that you saw with the Knicks offense in the past, and that's how they were able to get off to that good start. And then once. The guys off the bench came in like McBride, quickly, etc. And that's when they were able to really take it to the Rockets and increase that lead. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely saw a lot of Evan moving off of screens. Evan um, setting people up for passes. Um, it seemed like Evan was involved a lot earlier than usually he usually is. And even Derrick Rose, I felt like, um, he was going to the hole early. I feel like the ratio of the ratio of ISO Randall to me in that first quarter was a little bit less. The usage to me was 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 way probably where it should be going moving forward. And on top of yeah. that, I just feel like <laughs> Randall um, was decisive. He was yeah, shooting open one. threes. This is something that we haven't seen <laughs> um, early on in his game. Um, Ro, what did you see from this first unit? I already know Ro was was getting at Evan on Twitter. He got, I know he got the smoke. I know he got the smoke. Yo, <laughs> man, come on, man. I mean, yeah, he was scoring points, but he was giving up as much as he was scoring. Um, if you're gonna put him on the second unit, okay, but I don't know whose spot he's gonna take on the second unit. But you know what? As soon as he left the game, everything started doing better. Everything started doing better. Everybody started moving. Everybody started getting in the flow. Um, yeah, nah, man, we need to we need to do something with this cap. Send him back, man. FedEx, whatever you need to do, get him out of here. But but um, so I'm not I'm not. I knew that he could possibly shoot well tonight because Houston is you know is Houston. They're not one of the best teams, but mm-hmm. um, it's the defense, man. He, he he just and then him and Randall on the floor together is like oil and water, for him, and they just don't work well together. Yeah, I was reading an article today, and like, listen, last season, Randall, Randall was, um, he was like a top seven in the NBA in like defensive win shares or some crazy stat like that. This season, he's one of the worst defenders on our team, Jekyll and Hyde, night and day, when it comes to Randall and the effort. Like, even like commentators last year were commenting on the the effort level that Randall was given and was and was kind of surprised by it. This year, I have not heard that from all these commentators as of, as of yet. So uh, it seems like he's being he's regressed, and you know that's on Tibbs. But you know what? We have some medicine when <laughs> <laughs> on this Knicks team when it comes to the defensive end. All right, we have some medicine when it comes to this team on the defensive end. All right. <laughs> And and this is not this is not the ooh the icky the the nasty one that you gotta like ooh you gotta chase it down with some sugar. This is sweet man. This is this is like this is like when you was a kid and you was taking Flintstone vitamins and it tasted good and it was good for you. This is what we got right now on this team. Bro, right? We got these young kids coming up. 
<laughs> giving this team what they need. We got these young Flintstone vitamins for this team who can get us healthy and back where we need to be. All right, this this is where we at right now. <laughs> because this, <laughs> before I even get into the details of of McBride today, in general, these young kids are ruthless. As bad as this front office has been, or his team has been at adding veteran pieces, we've done a good job <laughs> drafting this season, and that cannot be ignored. These kids are ready. These kids are ready. <laughs> Listen. Grimes comes in, plays like almost 40 minutes, and scores 27 points. Today, Deuce McBride gets in the game, causes havoc. <laughs> Derrick Rose down. No problem. Quickly started off shaky. No problem. Alec Burks not doing nothing. For no problem. McBride comes in <laughs> and dominates. Step back threes, assists, defense. What do you need from this man? What do you need from this man? I, I'm a, go go ahead, Roy, because that's your boy. Go go. Well, ahead. the thing is, is that what, what you noticed did not Richard Robinson play his best game of the season. Today? Oh, I was getting to that. I was getting to that. I, mean, I was I was but, slow but walking Duke, to that point, Roy. But Duke I'm a, I'm a, has a lot to do. Dukes has a lot to do with that. Absolutely. He's get he's getting in the lane. He's reading the defense. And if you notice, he did not force anything. Like I guess you all see zero turnovers. He did not force anything. It's not like he was trying to go one-on-one. It's not like he was trying to force his shot. He was given – wait, what does Thibodeau say? Take what? Take what who? Take what the defense gives you. Mm-hmm. He's been preaching that all year, and this is the only dude that went out there and did that. He's the only dude that did that. And, so, and, and him, that's true. Him and Grimes, those two, that's it. That's it. And so – to me, I already tell you, everybody was like, well, let's go get Cole Anthony. Let's go get – I said, we got the guy already. We already got him. He's sitting on the bench. Yeah. We already got him. And so, look, man, I don't know what's going to happen when all these cats come back, but I know one thing. This dude needs to start at point guard. I mean, did you see how he guarded the point of attack? Absolutely. Usually, one of the Nick killers all has been – y'all know from the time he was in Orlando, DJ Augustine, Nick killer. Mm-hmm. Nick Killer, he was, you know what happened, right? He went to the foul line, right? And he was doing like this, J. Ellis. He was doing like this. Like, is he still <laughs> look, here? Look, look, look behind him. Mm-hmm. Is he still here? Mm-hmm. Is he still here? Yo, you're on the foul line, man. You're good. You're good. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Checking that rear view. <laughs> Checking that rear view. That's what I'm he... saying, man. And so, as a team, everything ran, because everybody been saying for years, we need a point guard, we need a point guard, we need a point guard. Okay, now you got one. Now you got one. Now yeah. you got one. And I'm telling you this. I don't know how many minutes did he play tonight. If he, if you keep playing, if you start, you play 36. You start this kid and let him play heavy minutes as a starter. You're going to get a six, seven, three point game from him. You're going to get that from him one day. You're going to get that. It's not going to take long either. So, but, hey, what yeah. could I say, man? Tom has now. Decision time. I told I told y'all a couple maybe some of y'all know about a month ago I put a picture of Deuce, the thumbnail of Deuce. I said the schedule says Deuce time is coming. Well guess what? Deuce time is here. Deuce time is here. <laughs> Deuce time is here. Chime in, Ryan. I know you want some of this. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. Um McBride definitely impressed tonight. Um he definitely pushed the pace, played hard on defense. 
the Knicks, I mean, the Knicks finally have a point guard that's going to press you all 90 feet on the court. And his energy definitely helped energize the Knicks off the bench. And he was part of, he was part of the reason why the Knicks pulled away, not just in the, not just in the first half, but he was also part of the reason why the Knicks pulled away in the second half also. And I think it's, I, I think it's not a coincidence that Mitch had his best game today with Mitch, with um, Deuce on the court because Deuce was actually, you know, he was actually um, reading the defense, you know, like like Royal said, giving, you know, taking what the defense gave him. And he was actually, and he was making the right reads all night. That's why he had zero turnovers. And it's to a point, like I posted on Twitter earlier today, like dude, the way Deuce was playing, he was basically telling Thibs, you ain't benching me no more. No <laughs> more. Like, you ain't benching me no more. Like, no I'm, taking more. My spot. I'm taking my spot right now. And that's how Deuce played tonight. And, I mean, if Deuce continues to perform like this, there's no way Thibs can bench the guy. Somebody's out of the rotation when they come back. I'm sorry. No, but you know what, though, too? It's like the basketball gods were blessing the Knicks because D. Rose hurt his ankle. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, you have to play McBride, right? Mm-hmm. Like, otherwise, he might have split mm-hmm. that time with D. Rose. Yep. But tonight, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, D. Rose came out, McBride came in. I said, what happened? All of a sudden, McBride starts the second half. I was like, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. And now you got – now it's almost like – really, I mean, I want to say this COVID – 19 thing this what you call it a uh, protocol because yeah. it was a blessing because it was almost like we had mitchell robinson locked up in plastic in a box and then we finally unloosed him today yeah 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 for for sure for sure i i have a lot to say okay first first and foremost i'm gonna talk the scouting reports on on mcbride have been I, I'm just ripping them up right now. Just rip up the scouting reports because <laughs> some mm-hmm. of the some of the stuff that's in the scouting reports, it, it, you know, oh, we had a caller who today um last week who said um he called he he called he called Tom Thibodeau uh uh like Safari. Oh yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, the scouting the scouting report needs to be floor. updated, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the the scouting report needs to be updated because the scouting report when McBride said you know he's not a three point shooter. Oh my gosh! I don't know what they were talking about. Right, he's not a, he's not a good three point shooter. Um, he had problems finishing. Um, and you know what? This could have me. He might have had some some of those issues in college. But we know in summer league, um, we saw the three point shot started to fall in summer league, and we're seeing right we're seeing right now is complete game three level scorer, and not just three shooting level. threes, shooting threes off the dribble with your hand in the face. Um, Did you see him try to dunk it off the rebound? Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! No, I like is. that boy, man. I like that boy. Yeah, and not only that, man. The poise to what impressed me today was the pulse that he had on the game. Like he comes in the game when he first comes in the game, he's in attack mode. Then he realizes he's getting minutes. He concentrates on setting people up. He's picking his thoughts. He's, he's, he recognizes that Taj has a mismatch, and he throws it. He throws it to him down low. He's picking, rolling people to death. He's is not. He's like um throwing the ball over the defense to the clear spot. He he picked that game apart yes, he as did. a point guard on multiple levels. And not only that, the defensive IQ that he has on the fly is just oh. crazy. It, like it, it reminds me of Frank, really. Like it remi- yeah, but but he but he can shoot though. But he can shoot. Yeah, That's right. Defensively, but, he's like Frank, but he got offense. Like he three level score, he can shoot. Exactly. You, you, you know, it's funny because I think Fred Katz posted it on Twitter today, which I, which I found funny. He said the reason why Miles McBride is called Deuce is because of the Knicks' second chance at Frank. 
which, 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 is, which is hilarious because we just mentioned, like, you know, he's just like Frank and, you know, when it comes to defense, and here we go. And then this yeah. guy posted that earlier tonight. Yeah, man. Nah, man. I mean, shoot. I mean, the thing is, is that, I mean, at West Virginia, if you see the video, look at the film from West Virginia, you see the exact same thing. He, they said he had a problem finishing because he would attack the basket and go at bigger guys, but that wasn't the problem finishing. That was just him being aggressive. I, some of these scout reports, man, whatever. But when I saw him, I was like, I was like, this kid, because he, you know, he's got that football mentality. Right. He's got that yeah. football mentality. He's tough, man. So I was like, oh man, this guy's. I, I, I wanted. As soon as I seen him, I said, dang, everybody, everybody's sleeping on this kid. I, I want him, man. And I'm glad Tibbs also saw it. And y'all need, y'all need to stop crapping. Some of y'all in the chat crapping on Tibbs. Tim's got a process, and this is part of the process. You're going to see McBride now. He's not going back to the closet anymore. He's not going to the dog. You're going to see him. The only question is, is he starting or is he is he in mob deep? That's the only question. Yeah, because, yeah. man, oh, it's funny because we went out this season and we said, okay, we need a defensive guard who can shoot threes and set people up um, and who can shoot off the dribble. And we went out and we got these guards, Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker, who, who can do, who, we can try to can do that. And then long behold, we draft these guys who can do just that. And it, right. se- it, it seems like, it seems like our future is now. Like it seems yep. like it seems like the right move, without involving politics, is to really go with McBride, <laughs> go with Grimes. Yeah. Go with RJ, yep. Randall, and you know, depending on well, Mitch or whoever like that seems like that should really be the the exo facto starting five if there That's was right. no politics involved, no feelings right. being hurt. That's you know, right. Like because defensively it might it might take a minute for you know these guys to to adjust you know, uh, adjust to like the player personnel and the, the plays that are being run on the fly. But as far as its intensity, as far as the IQ, as far as defensive instincts, these guys are miles above anybody we have on our team. That's an, 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 exactly. An, it's crazy. Because exactly. Deuce put anybody he's guarding on the island, and so does McR- so does Grimes. Yeah. Both of those cats do it. And, and and really, what killed me today is that as soon as Deuce came in the game and started putting the lock, the whole defense picked up. The whole defense. Yeah. The whole. I mean, I mean, just just him. Imagine when all of them are in sync after like 10 games. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, oh, my ooh. gosh. Man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't want to throw in something right quick, too, because, um, I, Jay, like, remember how we just said, like, you know, his um, scouting report to tear it up? Mm-hmm. Actually, I actually find that's a very positive thing because if he had a scouting report come, coming out of college that his weakness is this, his weakness is he can't finish at the rim, his weakness is three-point shooting, and then he comes to the NBA and he's actually doing those things. To me, that tells me the guy's a hard worker and he worked in his game Absolutely. throughout the summer and since he's been with the Knicks. And that's just positive vibes going forward for this kid because if he coming as a rookie and he's already correcting things that they say he's weak at in college, can you imagine when he becomes a Second year player, third year player, fourth year player, fifth player, fifth year player down the line. He's gonna he's gonna be a very good player for the Knicks. I'm, I'm saying we got we got a crop of guys, man. Some we're gonna have at least two or three of these guys pop into stars. Two or three of them of all of the young guys. I mean, between Mitchell, between Quick, between McBride, between Grimes, um, between um, who else we missing? 
shoot, even, even Jericho, uh, OB, OB, even Jericho, man. Yeah, Jericho, a couple of these guys are going to pop into serious NBA players, man. And when they do, woo, man, that's right. Right now, as I'm telling everybody, Julius is the centerpiece. They're building around him. But long term, all of these little seedlings are going to grow into trees around him and they're going to take over. Yeah, it, it really just depends on how we move, man, because it, it can get really tempting. It can be really tempting to make a move for like a, a, a veteran win now guy. Especially if you look at our record. You got to send out Kemba, you got to send out Fournier, and you got to send out somebody like a Burks, which I hate to give up Burks, man. I hate to give up. Yeah, Burks has been great for us. He's been really good for us. I hate to give up. I don't want to give up Kevin either. I think Kevin's going to be ready to play, man, if he gets some minutes. Kevin right there. I mean, he's right there, man. Like right there. I mean, the best thing about Evan scoring today is his trade value is rising, right? If we need to keep that up. (laughs) Keep that energy, Evan. Keep right. that yes. same energy. And Some back playoff to the... team are going to want him. Some playoff team that needs to score off the bench yeah. don't want. Yeah. And 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 let's, let's 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 get back to Mitchell Robinson today as well. Mitchell Robinson <laughs> gives you 17 points on the night, nine rebounds. His defense, his defense is way. Isn't it funny how when you have guards who can defend at the point how much better mitchell robinson's defense then looks thank you i've been (laughs) saying it all season he's been guarding two guys all year and they were like mitchell robinson played a better guy you're crazy i don't know what game you was i saw somebody did a video who i really respect and i was like he's like mitchell robinson's playing i'm looking at the same video so he's guarding two men all game how's he supposed to guard two guys you get somebody that's guarding their man at the point of attack and let him focus on protecting the paint. What you get? Seventeen points, nine boards, three blocks. Mm-hmm. That's Mitchell Robinson right there. Yeah, and it, and it, and it's not just that though. The fact that you have perimeter guards that can actually that can actually stick to their man that allowed Mitchell that, that allowed Mitch Robinson to stretch out his defense because I can't remember the last time I seen yeah. Mitch Robinson defend on the perimeter the way he did to a, 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 a you know against a big man that actually can shoot the three. Mitchell's out. Mitchell's out on the perimeter. Actually, guarding this dude. Yes. Like, I can't remember the last time I seen that. Cause yeah. You know why? Because he's trying to guard the perimeter and get back because he yeah, knows nobody's behind him. And so, I mean, but yo, could you imagine though, Brian, Brian, Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett, Quentin Grimes, and Deuce McBride on the floor together? Oh my God! Defensive havoc, man. Defensive, defensive havoc. He- defensive They're gonna be havoc. hell to pay on the defensive end, man. Oh my God. And then maybe, maybe, just maybe, Julius Randle will be inspired again to play defense for longer stretches if everybody else is flying around him. Because well, that's what happened last year. Yeah, he started playing yeah. defense because everybody flying around him. And you know what? I noticed. Did you notice this in the fourth quarter? Mitch, uh, Julius started dribbling the ball and turned around and handed the ball to Deuce. Yep, trusted him. Quickly, quickly came up and handed the ball to Deuce. Because by the fourth quarter, everybody knew this kid was, was running the point. I mean, running the point. Running it yeah. like a machine. Hand the ball to Deuce. Well-oiled machine running the point. It's, it, it's man. <laughs> Tibbs. Tibbs. Oh, Tibbs, don't, don't, don't tip this, Tibbs. Don't be, don't, don't, don't be tipping this one, Tibbs. Don't be tip, Tibbs. Don't mess it up. Don't. Yeah. I wonder if we, you think, y'all think we could get, like, I'm hoping we can get one of the guys back for the, uh, Boston game, either Obi or RJ or we can get one of them back because if we can get one of them back, and if Tibbs starts McBride, um, I'm gonna go back to my same man. I got five on it then because 
Mm. We're we gonna start no, rolling. Then. You can start, yeah. Because listen, mm. I, I think I saw some stat that said that the next eighteen games, only three of those teams are teams yeah, over five hundred. So we weather we weather this storm. If we really get it together right now, we can we can make a a push and really flip this thing around. And then when it comes to uh, trade deadline time, then we really will know what we have. It might not be as much as doom as gloom as we've been thinking when we were in the thick of the storm. We just have nah. to pick. The, yeah, just got to put some things together. We got to make some adjustments. Tibbs got to right. uh, realize who we have on the team and play the right guys and right, right rotations and let these young boys run. Damn it, mob deep in the building. Let's go. Let's go. Let it go. Let it go. I was waiting for this night. I knew it was going to happen before Christmas. I've been saying, but before Christmas, you're going to see Deuce time. And here we go. Exactly. Exactly. Here we go. Salute to the chat, man. If you're loving this conversation so far, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, We're here after every game talking Knicks basketball. So um, definitely hit that like, subscribe, and share. Tell a friend to tell a friend so we grow this channel uh, as big as as bad as you want to. And Super Chats are also welcome. It helps keep these lights on. All right. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to D Nice. Shout out to Picks for Timmy. Shout out to Rich Jim. Shout out to JT Reddick. Shout out to uh, Big Reaper, Sanford Gold. Everybody else is rocking with the KLT show. Gun. Shots in the air. The Utes came true today. Knicks beat the Houston Rockets. <laughs> Finally, ending this good, ending the skid, man. All right, let's go. Let's get to these phone lines, man. First caller up of the day. Let us know what your name is and where you're from. And let's talk Knicks basketball. Yo, 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 JL. It's Joe from Atlantic City. How we doing, guys? What's going yo, on, Joe? What's up? You sound. You already sound up, chipper, guys? Joe. You already sound happier than I've heard you. <laughs> yo, last few times man, call, like it's so. it's it's literally crazy how one player just playing the right role in the right position makes such a difference. Because you know what, man? Like McBride really knows how to get our offense going. Like he's such a good facilitator, and he's the way that he sets the pace of the game. It just it's awesome. It's something I feel like this is something I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. And to me, it's kind of weird that like Grimes got the shine first uh, before McBride did. I I always felt like like I watched the summer league. We all yeah. So I always felt like McBride was a little better than Grimes. So I was kind of like, wait, how is uh, Grimes getting the shine first? But you know, whatever. It's cool. Both of them are looking really good right now. So, but I wanna I wanna address something, Jalis. There's this talking point going around. Like I watch a bunch of podcasts, and this was on the Nothing But Nick show. Mm-hmm. And there's this narrative that. Um, that the young kids, even though that, yeah, they look good, that they're not really like going to put us a, a step ahead of the competition because they're just rookies. And I'm going to go in ahead and say, and I totally disagree with that. Even though that these are guys are rookies, I feel like in this modern day NBA, like these kids are still good. Like they're beasts. Like, let's be honest. Like they didn't get to the NBA for no reason. Right. These guys are good players. And I really do feel like they could, May, you know, maybe not be better than, but they can, like, go up against the likes of these good point guards. I mean, I'm not going to name any names because I don't want anyone to get all, go on crazy on me. But still, like, these guys are looking good, man. And you know what? I like. I'd like to see more of this. Ah, oh, um, man. Yeah. That's the narrative. Okay. I, look. I, I, listen. Um, I don't. I don't like to go over the edge, but I'm gonna say this. These guys, I don't think you can put a cap on anybody at this point. I think all, I think the the eye test tells me today 
that bare minimum, these rookies are way better defensively than anybody on our roster today right. without That's experience. Right. That's so right. So for me, um, I can't really say that. Complete, I, like I can't really say that with a clear mind and a clear conscience. I know if if we I feel like if we play McBride and Grimes right now, day one, defensively our our rating is going up. Like definitely, I would, I, I would put be money like last year. It's gonna I, be like last year. I put money down on that that our defensive rating would would improve dramatically, straight up. Um, when it comes to the offense, right? What happens when you're new is that you're kind of uh. You unscout it, and you can take certain teams by surprise. So it, it takes there takes teams time to adjust to the new skill sets on what these guys can do, and you can't really calibrate for that, right? So I'm not sure if offensively, yeah. I'm not sure if offensively, if they can keep this pace up, but I I will say, but I'm not, but I also won't say it's impossible either, because of the type of shots they're hitting, like. McBride is hitting shots with hands in his face. He's not hitting shots yep. with he's not hitting standstill catch and shoot shots. He's hitting shots with hands in his face. That's he's right. he's creating. He's reading offensives and picking and rolls. Like he's showing IQ. He's showing multi-dimensions to his game, which makes right. me think that even if teams kind of zero in on certain parts of his game, he has other ways of affecting the game. Um Affecting the game positively, oh, yeah. and I don't think everybody, every point guard on this team can really say that. Well, can, I, can I give really? you an example of that, JLS, of what you just said, of how he affects the game positively? When you have someone like McBride that can do the things that he can do, it's almost like you don't even need that extra guard. You can put in another big man. So, and we saw it tonight with Robinson and Taj Gibson on the floor at the same time. I don't know about you, man, but I really like that. I thought having the big men on the floor getting more rebounds, it really helped us it did, in yeah. late, the later yeah, part absolutely. of the game. Absolutely. And that's what I wanted. That's what I always wanted to see. You know, I have two big men down low and then three guards up top. I, sometimes he's got four guards in there, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Why do we have all these guards on the floor? Like, yeah, I know we're trying to shoot more threes, but it's kind of killing us. You know, we're not getting rebounds. Right. You know, we're really not playing defense. But mm-hmm. tonight, I, I feel like Tibbs is changing the rotation a little bit, and he's getting – He's getting like better rotations going with more big men. I, I like it. I think it looks good. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that second yeah. unit really winning. I know. I know. Do you guys want to want to uh, contribute to that conversation of these young guys aren't ready yet? Yeah, yeah that's um, ridiculous, man. Yeah, um, I just want to say something right quick because I do understand the argument because when you do play with young guys, you know, young guys are going to make mistakes because obviously they're rookies, they're learning and things of that nature. But my whole thing is the way they play defense. As long as you can stop the other team, you're always going to have chance in games, and that and and all the Knicks need is a chance. I rather than I rather than Knicks play guys where they're going to play defense and give them a chance to win every game, than play guys that you know you're going to get defensive lapses from them, and then teams are capable of going on like a 10-0 run and 15-0 run and things like that against the Knicks. And then when you look, the Knicks have no chance to win. So right, you go with the guy, go with the guys that's going to play defense to keep the Knicks in games. Absolutely. I, I want to say just I think I'm not exaggerating if I say if this McBride doesn't play tonight, we don't win tonight. That's all I'm saying. We oh, don't play, absolutely. we don't win. We don't because you know what? Every time that starting fire is in the game, we are giving up more points than we're scoring. Period. Yeah, like with Evan Fournier, man, he plays no defense. I mean, yeah, he could put up 20 points, but how many points has he really given up? Yeah, like right. 30. Yeah, right. Like there's the there's the minus 10 right there. 
You know, yeah, and I mean, another thing I want to say about McBride, tonight? he was minus six tonight, and that was a good game for him. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. But, yo, McBride had zero turnovers tonight. Hold on, one at a time, one at a time, guys. Wait, <laughs> who's speaking? I'm sorry, I'm kind of, like, behind a little bit. But, oh. yeah, I mean, yo, McBride had zero turnovers tonight, and that is so important for a rookie to have zero turnovers. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's insane. Go ahead, Roy. What are you going to say? No, I was going to say, tonight was probably one of Fournier's best games since the Boston game. He had 23 points, but he's still minus six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, like, even when he's scoring, and that was the same thing Kemba was doing. Even when he had 20 points, he'd be minus 10, minus six. You, you know, so his scoring is not enough to offset his defensive weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, as opposed to the whole bench mob today, you look, Quickly's plus 19, McBride plus 19, Mitchell Robinson plus 21, Dodge Gibson plus 22. When you have that kind of production coming off your bench, and now you put you put Quick uh, McBride and Grimes in the starting lineup, that's going to change everything, man. That's going to change everything. Now, Fournier needs to, you know, like I said, man, FedEx, uh, USPS, whatever you want to do, you know, call Amazon, <laughs> send them back, man. Send it back. That, that didn't fit. Send it back. Shoot. Yeah, but yo, yo, raw. Like, I want to give you your props, man. Like, I watch your videos a lot, and you said this about McBride, like the deuce time thing. I remember you saying this like a month ago. Yeah. And man, like, let me tell you, it, it looks good. It looks really good. Deuce time. It's so a long I, season, man. So you knew deuce time was going to come eventually. Yeah, but I saw it in the summer league. If you, oh, if yeah. you were a yeah. Knicks fan that didn't watch the summer league, you'd have no idea what anything about this. Yeah. Just, right. And you would have that narrative. Oh, the they're just rookies. They're not going to be able to do anything. Did you watch the summer league? They yeah. were going off. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. And they were yeah. you remember, y'all remember draft night? I said they're gonna get Deuce and Grimes. Yeah. I yeah. said they're gonna get Deuce McBride and Grimes. And somebody said, Deuce who? Get get Trey, go get Trey Man. I said, forget Trey Man. Forget that cat from LSU. He could shoot Cam Thomas, but get Deuce and Grimes. And we're gonna solve our problem right there. Yeah. Especially if D Rose's ankle keeps going out. We're gonna need we're gonna need him. Right. Well, that's how many saying. times he rolled? You can't depend on him to score thirty minutes a night. He's not there. You got to have him coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He, he, I Yo, agree. honestly, like a bad Knicks team loses this game tonight. Yeah, like the team that we've been seeing. Yeah. We win this game tonight. We that's we true. drop another. You know. Yeah, I right. agree. I definitely yeah, agree. So, uh, salute to oh, you. And by the way, yo, oh. yo, just I want to say one more thing, then I'm, I'm gonna get going. Yo, quickly's a beast. That's all I got to say. I was getting to him next. I was getting to him next. As a two-guard. Yeah, because look who unlocked quickly tonight, too. McBride. That's right. McBride. He played the two-guard. Yeah. Quick was the two-guard. And that's why he was – they had the shade toward McBride and shade toward Randall, and quickly was getting wide open looks, man. Yeah, yeah. Salute. Yo, salute to you, Joey, man. And we're about to talk about quickly before we take this next caller in real quick. <laughs> because, man, quickly was another one. So, quickly quickly had like a really weird night. But this, this, this is like a quickly game in a nutshell. Because mm-hmm. quickly starts off, and it's like a one-two punch with him and McBride. Like, you can see the synergy that's kind of grew from Summer League, right? They were kind of like taking turns punching punching him in the gut, right? It's like, ooh, McBride, bow, three, quickly, bow, three, McBride, bow. It was like, it was like a little tag team, right? But then um, Thibodeau makes like a weird decision and chooses to bench McBride and put in Evan Fournier, which is weird. Maybe, maybe, 
Maybe, I don't maybe he just thought, maybe he thought he was tired. I guess. I, I, Bruh. When was this? Tonight? Tonight. In the, yeah. in the, Wait, was like the second, second, second quarter. quarter? Second quarter. Second quarter, yeah. Yeah, well, he's, I mean, if you notice, last week what he's doing is he's playing Fournier the whole third quarter and then right. sitting him in the fourth. Right. Well, yeah, right. But That's yeah. what he did tonight. But, yo, the thing is, so quickly, he started to break down a defense a lot like we used to see him, but I feel like he was having problems finishing, and I felt like he was out of the game for a while. But then, like you said, quickly, uh, Deuce, McBride kind of unlocked him. All of a sudden, you look up, quickly has career-high seven threes. But, like, what I liked about quickly today and the quickly McBride one-two punch is once again we didn't have to rely on Randall to create. There was Randall gets back in the game. I think that the fourth quarter, Randall had, just was chilling by the three point line. McBride yep. <laughs> drive quick, quickly drive quick, drive kick. Randall wide open three. And, and that is the formula. The, That's right. <laughs> get the ball out of Randall's hands as much as possible. Exactly. <laughs> Keep that usage low. Have him spot up. I just love that he didn't try to dribble up and take over tonight. He just gave the ball to McBride and jogged up the court. And that's and that's that's the pathway to success. Yeah, man. And like in the fourth quarter, I don't think I've ever seen quickly operate with so much space before. That's right. He he had so much space on the court to do what he wanted. Take open shots, drive into the lane, and things of that nature. Then even when then even when they missed at the basket, then Mitch was right there, nobody blocking him out. And he was just finishing at the rim, grabbing offensive ball, just dunking on people. Exactly. It's, it's the best I've seen the Knicks play in a while. That whole fourth quarter, it was crazy. My goodness, man! Make because because when everybody come back, you get quick D rolls. Now, realistically, we want him to start Grimes. But he'll probably start Burks. So you're going to have Quick, D Rose, Grimes, Obi, and Mitchell Robinson. That's your bench mob. And then you're going to now have McBride next to uh, AB, RJ, Randall, and, and Nerland. Man, please. Please. Yeah, it's, it's. Listen, yo, Raw, I'm at the point where it's like we have these veterans. We have to make trades, not necessarily to get people. In here, but to get people out of here, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? we got it. We're gonna probably have to give up. I'm thinking we got to give up some pick or something to get Kemba out of here because nobody yeah. wants him now, right? Even with his, his nine million dollars, which is not a lot, no, but, nobody wants him, man. But I don't know if you guys read, I think Sweeney reported earlier, or he, he like he kind of clipped it. And there is no interest in Kemba and around the league whatsoever. That's what I read today. That's what I get. Yeah, there's no interest. Mm-hmm. And I read in a couple of places. People said there's no interest around the league in Kemba. Now, and with Fournier, I mean, eight, it's, three, it's really three fifty four. It's not three. It's not four. The fourth year is not guaranteed. And he's not even got a partial guarantee. It's three fifty four that he has. So we may have to attach a Nerlens or somebody with him. To get to get him off of us, but I don't mind doing it. I have no problem putting put, putting Mitchell Robinson starting line and playing Jericho Sims. I have no problem with that. I, he might listen. I'm, I'm I'm kind of confident in these rookies right now. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'm 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 the only thing I'm really looking at because I definitely I did see something where Ian and these guys. I think it was Ian and uh, um John from um, Nick's Film School were talking about Miles Turner. That seems to be a real thing. 
Yeah, well, the thing is, Miles, apparently from what Ian said, that he was interested in coming to New York last summer. Right. And it looked like it because he was training with Randall all last summer. Yeah, so it looked like they was getting really interested. buddy buddy. Yeah, he's interested in yeah. coming to New York. So, I mean, um, but the way Mitchell Robinson played tonight, if you keep playing him with McBride, it's going to be like, it's going to be a wrap, man. It's going to be a wrap. So, even if they were to trade Mitchell Robinson, because that would be a severe um, savings, big savings for Indiana, because um, what's the name? Make $20 million a year. Yeah. So, so you're going to bring, you probably, if you're going to trade Mitchell, you're going to probably add, you know, a couple of the veteran guys to make that money work. But, um, I, I don't want to see that, but I mean, I hear if it happens, but cause you, you run, you run McBride with, yeah. <laughs> you run McBride with Miles Turner. Oh shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Like it's, it's pros and cons like peak Mitch, the Mitch that I envision, right? If he's doing well, defensively, his ceiling would be higher than McBride because he, he'll, he'll should be able to guard people away from the basket a lot better than, um, Miles Turner. But on the flip yeah. side, Miles Turner offensive upside is kind of eclipses Mitch. So yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Miles Turner, you know, obviously, I mean, you can shoot threes off the, you know, off the planet when he's ready, man. So right, yeah. and of course he led the lead in blocks, you know. So exactly, I mean, he's, he's a rim protector. And so he loves that. Exactly. So he'll still be good defensively. Maybe not as much as away from the rim, but he'll still be good defensively from us. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has that yeah. funny running style. I don't know what it is, but he, it's almost <laughs> like he's limping but he's been doing it since i seen him at texas he, but he, he he's effective so if if we trade mitch okay we'll be okay still if we don't trade mitch we're still going to be okay the key thing is to start deuce mcbride and let him run with those guys right exactly and i'm sorry if you want mitch and pieces i'm saying bruh no no. <laughs> not, no, no, none of our youngins, man. We keeping all my nuggets. I'm keeping. Man. Nope. I'm keeping Ovi. I'm, I'm Ovi. not even giving them Kevin Knock. I want every. I want all of them. Send, say, hey, listen, we'll toss in Fournier and Kemba. We can have them too. I'm sorry, <laughs> Ro. You gotta say goodbye to Kemba. You gotta say goodbye to Knox, man. Knox is gone, man. I can't. I know. I don't want to lose. Knox, there is though, no. I think I'm greedy, man. I think Knox, man. He could be like supposing, like in certain scenarios, right? RJ at the two, Knox at the three, Obi at the four. Oh my God! There's there's no way. There's not enough basketball. Oh there's not God, enough minutes, man. man. There's not enough minutes. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not enough minutes. I, I know, I, I, but good. I would love to see that because Knox yeah. is not, is three and D right now, man. Well, well, He's three yeah. and D, man. I'm, I got the yeah, asterisk on the D. He's doing better. He's doing better. Yeah, that yeah, jump yeah, is yeah. wet. You know that jump is wet, man. <laughs> that jump is wet. Yeah, that but jump uh, is it was, wet. It, but his writing, his, it was pretty much writing on the wall. Once the Knicks drafted Grimes, once they drafted Grimes, you already knew knocked yeah, yeah. out the door. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping against hoping. I know you're right. Yeah. So yeah, so so we probably have to include Kev in some deal like that. You know, somebody. Well, okay, if we got to get rid of Kev, all right, then then make sure you send him out the door with with Fournier. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, make sure but, you but, send but, him but, out but, the door but, with Fournier. But here's my thing, though, because this is what worries me because, okay, we all can agree that Fournier does not match up with this team. So right. it's best to move Fournier. But the thing is, is that if you move Fournier and get players back in return, more than likely it's going to be players that you can't just, you know, buy them out. You know, they're, right. going, they're, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to get playing time, but you want to get playing time to these younger guys as well. Right, so like, that's true. So it's like, how are you going to really include Fournier in a trade where it's going to work out where, the young guy's going to still get those minutes and whatever trade you include 48 in, it's not going to affect it. Well, I mean, Fournier is 18 million, right? So basically 
you could get a couple of veteran dudes that are in like that seven to eight million dollar range and make that deal work, right? So right. I mean, so I mean, you know, there's always that couple of dudes like you could get. What's that guy's name? He's been on like a hundred teams and he's on Denver now. Um, yeah, he's starting for Denver. Too. Uh, Oh, Jeff, Jeff Green, right Jeff Green, Jeff Green? Yeah. yeah, you can get Jeff a couple Green, yeah. Jeff Green type guys, you know, that that you could play whenever you need them to play. You could plug them in whenever you need them. I think we could do that with Fournier. You get you get a couple of those type of dudes. You could send Fournier to someplace, you know. So mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm saying. So it's not like you ain't got to match 54 million. You got to match 18, and you ain't got to exactly match it. It could be 16, you know. 17, yeah, like yeah. yeah, it has to be like within 10 percent of of, of yeah. uh, the salary. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. So, so we don't really. I think we. I don't think that that's as hard, especially for the Don. I think the Don gets that done. Yeah, we got the capologists here mm-hmm. still, so we can wheel yeah, yeah, and make yeah. some moves yep. there. So, yep. I, I'm sure. Yeah. That, I sure. I'm sure the Knicks is keeping a good eye on Tings. And yep. speak, speaking of keeping an eye on Tings, Buster's gunshots out for Big Reboot. Sends a big twenty dollars <laughs> super chat. It says, "Let's build on this win. If Andre takes a step up and makes layups, then they can keep. Then they can keep Knox. Interesting." Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, <laughs> is he saying? If, a, is this, is that like a backhanded thing? Like if RJ can make layups, then we can keep knocks. I, I feel like that was a backhanded kind of. <laughs> I think he meant they could take knocks. Like somebody, I'm thought I'm looked at it as like if if we can get RJ to hit layups, then you can let knocks go. I I I read it as if anything can happen if RJ can hit a layup. That's what I read it oh, as. I see. <laughs> oh, that's how I read it. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That is, that is more to the point, isn't you right. You're right. Big people oh, with a $20 jab at RJ. Okay. I don't know, though. The mention of RJ got me kind of excited because I'm like, imagine what, imagine what RJ come back and he's in this mix as well with McBride. Yeah, man. I, I, I think Ooh, I would rather RJ have. RJ with NBA space, man. Yeah, man. I have RJ do Evan Fournier things, star him with Grimes and McBride, and oh I feel like that's the God. way we should really go. That's the way I'm thinking in my head anyway. I we am got, so hyped up. for our team. Hold up. We got four callers to get through. Let's do this. We, we over here talking. Right. We over here uh, <laughs> We over here going, going. All right. Four, next caller <laughs> up. Next caller up. We got Andre. Andre, let us know where you from and what do you want to talk about, sir? Yo, yo. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Yo, loud and clear. Uh, what's up, though, Honestly, really just talk about not almost in like a hindsight, but just really of what we had with pretty much the kids. Because pretty much from the beginning, especially when Raw put me on, really, whether it was a Virginia or West Virginia defensive, defensive player, it was just something with like McBride, like he reminds me a lot like a one of them like small Pepsi guards, whether it be like come to a Kyle Laurie, Fred Van Lee. Right. Or even a Mike Conley, which I feel like he represent represent more. And then by the way, who made that scouter on poor talking about he sit there and can't finish? Because my real point when I actually saw him with in college with actual more respective one that I read was I think was my problem was, would he be able to let the game slow down enough so mm-hmm. he can pick his shots? Because when he picked his shots, like you don't, you don't sit there and question the guy shooting when he came in two years shooting it over forty percent from three, right? Right. With a good amount of those being pull up jump shots, right? Now you can sit there and say, if he gonna like slow down to the pace, but he proven that a little bit more summary, and I get it. 
you don't want to try to put that much responsibility on sit there in a rookie. You want you don't want to just sit there, just throw him to the fire, especially when you don't have to. But still, my fear was we would get some guys in free agency, and it would take away from the talent we already have, and it would then take in these cases, especially with a coach like Thibs, almost twenty games to the season when we're looking at yeah. even the Kemba, and we'd be frustrated with. Which I'm not knocking this, but it's just like a look. It's like almost like a reaction, like yeah, like oh, I know I can, we know we sit there can do, it, but it's literally right there looking at us, and we just sitting there like yeah, oh, at the TV. We, we we lucked out, man. I mean, but, call it luck. I mean, I don't know if you want to you want you don't want to call COVID luck, but we were yeah, but, you know, it, it allowed us to get clarity. Exactly. It really did. It yeah. allowed us to get clarity. And then when D Rose hurt his ankle tonight, that even further cemented this thing for us, man. So Absolutely. Always oh, darkest definitely. before the dawn, man. Yeah, man. We it's light right now. It's looking a little bit lighter right now. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And I'm actually glad you said it because actually in a way where that actually had to even happen if people don't remember with IQ when he was popping in and out the lineup because it had to be a similar situation with him. But then okay. the point on just to make all this is now that we know, this is not even a question anymore. We sit there and know. I felt more comfortable with Quentin Grimes, and I understand why I start because he's a bigger guard, more switchable. Basically, his game is a lot more easier to transfer because it's not as hard as the at the point guard position. But now that we know with everyone, I sh- I don't want you to be afraid to sit there and then not and sit there and not play them. I was actually more interested with how they performed even in the Golden State Warrior game because no disrespect for this game, but you know it's also with the Houston Rockets. Like you know, right? They're yeah. the, they're always here. So with them, but since seeing this game, it just really more clarified that. They're not going to sit back and play down to the comp. They're either going to play up to it or above it. And yeah. that really, really sit back and show. So I think with my thing with now with Tibbs is I'm just now sort of like anxious, just like, okay, let's just really sit back and wait. And I don't know why everyone's now tripping because, to be honest, we're in the best spot we can ever be in the Knicks. We got the asses. We got – the young players that more than proven themselves that if I'm going to go on a um, stretch here that I even say I bench even rival, like rival me, even a third of the NBA starting lineups. And that's with everybody on the, on Mob D. Uh, so, oh, what, what was you about to say? Um, no, no, I, I feel like, you know what? We have a lot of death. So I, it's funny because you can tell we have a lot of death because no matter who's injured, our bench always beats the opposing team's bench. Like I don't, right. I don't think we've mi- I don't think we've missed I don't think we've lost a bench lineup yet, and that's what taking players. You, t- you, t- you had Alec Burks come from the bench to start. We had Derrick Rose come from the bench to start, and then we had people who has not played step up and still beat the opposing team's bench. So that speaks to a lot um, to our death. The I mean, the next step is actually having those those bench players translate and beat these other uh, starting guards, these starting players. I'm not sure if we're there yet for every other team, but I, depending on who we play and how we 
um, move these pieces going forward. Maybe you're better than we think. I'm, I'm hoping that's what it is. But it's just it's up to Tibbs. It's up to these guys to to keep this up and make the right decisions. That's that's what I'm really. That's what I see right now. Mm. It's true. Mm-hmm. True. But yo, th- yo, thank you for your yeah. call, man. Unless you have, yeah, you have anything else? Yeah, and then the only thing I would actually even say where I have to go with, I had to go back with Raw with the Evan Fournier because when you go ahead and as as this, he, you, you know the type of players you need to run with your lineup. So when you we gave you the hand picked lineup, I figured that one out. Like I'm like, okay. Just because off of that, like, like what happened to Frank and Kevin, I can understand that. It hurt it nonetheless, but I can understand that. But with this, I'm thinking maybe that could have happened a lot more sooner. But all in all, it happened. It still happened regardless. It just took a little longer than we more want to. Now I think it's just more of a how you want to play it. Because, like I said with the assets before, now I'm not going to be the type of – try to bash Julius Randle because he gave us a lot something to look forward to, especially me just being a, I, I, even I would say a relative new Knicks fan, even about a decade, and I'm like, and I can see a major difference in the culture. Yeah. But I will be oblivious to say if there wasn't good options out there, even at the expense of Julius Randle, like the example with Ben Simmons, because not, not only would you then talk about what he what he would bring, but then you're also thinking about how it would affect the team. Right. And I really would like so, to actually know like the IQ and Obi, especially Obi Toppin, because we know him getting 30 minutes, he would be a double double machine. Got you, got you. So, so you saying you want to trade Randall? Basically, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> that's oh, what I'm hearing. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I, oh no, no. I'm not saying like to sit there and trade Randall, but it's like it's almost like pick your poison. Like, I'm not going to sit there like, I, like I'm i going to let him get out for a season and another season because okay. I'm not, you're not that much of a talent. Like, you don't make got like you. your All-NBA and for, by mistake. Got you, got you. And so, so, let's see, we got a couple of other calls to get to, Andre, but I definitely appreciate you calling. Um, definitely call back and um, talk to you later, man. Did he call? Oh, I guess he hang on. All right. So, All right. I salute to the chat, man. I see some new people came in here. Shout out to Will Bags, Picks for Timmy, Rich Jim, uh, my guy Joey. I see you in there. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. If you like the show so far, hit that like and subscribe button. We celebrate this next win, man. Next beating the Rockets. Stop a four skid win. A four skid loser streak. 116-103. Miles McBride gives you career highs. Uh quickly gives you career high seven threes on the night. Mitch Robinson looks like he's unlocked in the Knicks. Do it again. Also, shout out to SK in here. Shout out to SK uh, who was rocking with the KOT show. All right. Next caller up, we got JT. Shout out to my guy, JT. Yer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was a good win. Um, it was hopefully it gets us in the right direction, the direction we need to go. Um, just like I said, back in the summer league, this is the combo with Deuce and quickly is allowing Quick to play the way he want to play as a combo guard. Mm-hmm. And the way Quick, the way Quick play, man, I think you know that he said uh, Lou Williams is his favorite player for a reason. I feel the same way. He would just if we if we can keep him long term, he would be like the perfect six man. I see this man winning six man of the year. Um, 
like you guys was harping on earlier, we have to. We got to play the kids. Got we to. have to play the kids. And the only thing is, uh, I was going to say it, but Ryan beat me to it. The only problem I have is if we get rid of, you know, Fournier and whoever, who we get back in return, they can get in the kids' way too, especially having a coach like Tibbs if he's going to, like, because they're vets, give them those minutes. So that's like when we traded – who do we trade it? And we got – um. What was it last year? I can't remember who we traded. When we traded Mook and um, who the guy, I forgot who we got in the way. Who we got for Mook? I I, I really forgot. We got so a draft pick. The draft pick ended up. A draft pick ended up becoming uh, Emmanuel quickly. Right, no, but we also got the dude from the Clippers. I mean, from the um, yeah. yes. I, I know you're talking oh, about. Oh, we got a player? Who we got? Yeah, the, oh, my gosh. The small forward. I, I, I got to look it up. Who couldn't shoot. I know exactly who you're talking I'm about. A, oh, um, um, Harkless. Harkless. Mo Harkless. Oh, Mo Harkless. Yeah, yep. Harkless, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And we was giving dude minutes like if we wanted to extend him. So that's just what I'm hoping don't happen, If you know, for who we move. Um, but I know you got a lot of callers. It's late. I want to make it quick. But um, it was definitely, like I said, it was a good win. Deuce shows us how we messed up with Knox and Frank because Deuce came ready to play. And why is that? Because he went to the G League and he got runs and he wasn't sitting yeah. on the bench rock. Yeah. So, so that's definitely something good. I mean, I would – we got the answers. We got the answers. We got the answers, Sway. Yeah, we Deuce. got we got the answers, Sway. <laughs> Look no further. You know, yeah, defensive guard, attached the paint. And like Ross said earlier, so he – when he – um. He didn't finish that. He didn't. He didn't finish the game, but he's gonna finish it later. Oh game. my god! So man. and his and can you imagine just how many times that would have been on spin if he would have finished that? I, I I just I can't. But <laughs> like just thinking of the lineup of him, Quint, um, him, Grimes, R.J., Julius, and and Mitch or or Jericho at the at the five is like we that's something good. And like at the end of the day, we're not trying to. We're not going to win a championship this season or next season with them, but with these guys developing, you raise up their stock and we can win with them or we could move them instead of having to sell the farm to try yep. to get a good player. Imagine if, this, if OB stock is high or Grime yep. stock is high or even Deuce in the future, and it's like you can trade him in one more piece versus trading seven, four, seven eight yeah. players, 30 yeah. picks, the grandkids, yeah. Dogs, just <laughs> yeah. to get a one, just to get a one B. That's yeah. what people fail to realize. Like when someone said the earlier pick, like, "Oh, these kids are going to do nothing." That's the point. You develop them. You develop them so they mm-hmm. do turn into something. You go from these guys are staying in the tenth seed to oh snap, the Knicks with their youth is like in the third seed mm-hmm. after playoff break. Like that's what you want to happen. So Absolutely. it was a good win. Hopefully we could build off this. Hopefully, like you say, Jake. Tibbs don't tibs this up, mm-hmm. and once we get, you know, once once the guys come back, that Deuce ain't playing no more. Because right now I see, but it's to start happening. Alex Burke's gonna have to start becoming a little situation. He's gonna have to start losing some minutes. Uh, we already got that gap in the point. We already got the gap with the um, the point guard. So Deuce can slide right in that. And Fournier, man, I. I'll pay for the first class shipping, man. He got to go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive him. I'll drive him. You know, uh, it's like I learned French by the way too. So, but yeah. hey, on that note, <laughs> fellas, salute. Make sure I think what we got. We 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 don't have enough likes. It's too many. It's too many frauds in the chat, man. We need to hit them likes. I might need to go up. <laughs> Yo, let them know. All facts. All facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, All right. Salute. salute. I'm out. Peace. 
right, man. All right. Shout out to my guy, JT, man. Let him know. Hit, the, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you're liking this show, man. We're going to be here every, after every game. All 82, win or lose. And hopefully now it'll be a lot more winning than losing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next caller up. We got my guy, Reed. From Flatbush, you like two blocks away, probably from me right now. What's going on, Reed? What's going on? What's going on, guys? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Hey, we good, man. We good. <laughs> we got Jay Ellis. We got Ryan G. And we got Uncle Ron checking his reef from Flatbush. Tonight's game was. I mean, I'm happy for the win, but it shows that we are in. We in this. We are in a situation. Where what I call is is a beautiful mess. What I mean a beautiful mess is that. We have players, but we have to play our players. So I, I know everybody's griping on Fournier, and he's going to get traded. Uh, I, I, I obviously, going to get traded. He doesn't fit the benefits, or he doesn't improve our team overall. But we have Grimes. We have Deuce. We have uh, RJ. We have Toppin. We're in a good situation. I think we are mm-hmm. in a good situation moving forward. Um, I won't talk about Julius. Julius will do his Julius thing. I like that he's not taking so much time by bringing up the ball up. He doesn't know how to set up the offense when the ball is in his hand. So I see that he's giving it up a little bit more, which is a good sign that he's listening to his coach tips. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, we're in a good situation. I don't think Nick's, the next nation needs to really like panic and, and go and be overwhelming and complain too much because we're still in a, in a phase of trying to know, trying to like fix the rotation up, but we're forward. But I think we're in a good hands, and I'm just, it's a good sign. Deuce is playing. He's efficient. He plays defense. We're in good hands moving forward. So that's my spill. I want to make sure you guys have a good um, show tonight, and um, I'm going to be listening. All right, man. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Shout out to my guy, Reed from Flatbush. Gunshots to you, sir. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's really comes down to if the youngin's going to play or not. And if McBride, it just seems like, it, man, McBride has to. What, what, what? Okay, it's only one game. It's only one game, right? What are the flaws to his game so far? He's not 6'5". Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the only thing I can come up with, bro. That's it. That's He's not six five. If he was six five, lights out. But I mean, he still might be lights out. But as far as his game, no, <laughs> no, I don't see no. I, I didn't see. I have not seen any major flaws from West, even from West Virginia, in this guy's game. It was like he's built for the NBA. Some guys are, you know, and he's one of those guys. So, no, nah, he's got he's tough like Marcus Smart, but he got offensive game like Jeru Holiday and somebody mentioned. Um, Conley, he's like he's in that mode, man. He's in that Fred Van Fleet. He's in that mode. Yeah. Um, and so the only thing that if you talk about a Fred Van Fleet or a Kyle Lowry or Conley, what's their problem? Their problem is Height. they're not six five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. But yeah, but I mean, this dude got a six nine wingspan. And did you see the other night when he he caught the ball off the dribble with one hand and palmed it? I missed that. Yeah, he he, he was he was he was looking for somebody to pass to. And he didn't. He just went right to the hole. He, he took one dribble and caught it, and then put it, like, in his one hand. And then he, he missed the layup, but he just did it, like, so smooth. And it was just one hand. Man. He just picked it like, like a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you. You want to say something, Ryan? 
Yeah, I was just saying that if I'm going to be nitpicky, I'd, I'd say the one thing I noticed is that he might hold on to the ball too long at times, but it's it that's a young point guard trait. Like, not every young point guard, you know, is able to, like, read defense immediately and know, like, okay, I got to give him the ball. You know, some, some you know, a lot of young point guards, they will hold on the ball for too long. But even in the situations I saw, I saw him hold on the ball for too long, mm-hmm. he, still, he still made something positive out of it. So it's like, I wouldn't even really say that's a huge flaw, you know. But it, it, that's only if I'm being nitpicky. Got you, got you. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm looking at the same thing, too, man. Look at the same thing, too. And, and it's still early. Like, more run is going to give us more information and more intel on how he acts when he's struggling. But I uh, like his mentality. He has a killer instinct. Um, it seems like, you know, it seems like now the three is falling and he's hitting it off the dribble. It seems like he's has the potential to be a three-level scorer who plays defense and sets people up. So what else do you want from your point guard? That's right. Uh, Did you see him attack the getting? You see how he got in the paint and then sprayed that ball out, man? Yeah, I saw him spray oh to the gosh. corner. Oh my gosh! Man. And I also saw him challenge. Who's the who's that big boy who who blocked quickly? Tice. Tice. That's what really impressed me because because yep. yep. when he blocked quickly, like I thought quickly had him beat by a mile. He recovered and blocked him. And Deuce had him one on one. In my mind, I'm like, okay, Deuce. Like, <laughs> like, be careful here. But he he got into his body. Um, yep. They teach that's they teach they teach guards to get into their body, took away his airspace. It was able to finish with contact. And I was like, oh, this we might Did have. Did you see him switch here. hands? Did you see him switch from his right to his left? Yeah, offhand to too. Oh my gosh, man! I was like, he can't. And I thought they was gonna block him because he had. But then he switched from his right to his left. And they and he had his body protecting the ball, and he hit the layup. Yeah, man, and one, and one. So, yep. Yep. so great game, man. Play the kids, and I saw somebody talk about Derrick Rose really wanted him to play. Any chance Derrick Rose faked this injury so Deuce McBride can keep playing? Did you hear Derrick Rose what he said the other day though? Yeah, I definitely heard Derrick Rose. All right, so, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying he faked it. I'm just saying he might have tweaked it, and if he needed to come back in, he would have. But he didn't need to come back in. I, I, I think that might be something to do with it. I listen. I put yeah. on our Instagram, the Nick and Time Show Instagram. Listen, we're trying to get to uh, 10k followers. We're almost like 100 away from 10k followers. So definitely hit our Instagram up. But I definitely isolated that, made a graphic about it, and. And and isolate that statement of Derrick Rose saying Tibbs needs to play him, and he absolutely does. He absolutely needs to play that man. Like he he, he it looks like he's ready, man. It just, it just looks yeah. like he's ready. And um, this young man is ready to take over, man. For sure. Yo, there's one more thing that came out as we were setting up Raw, and and then we're gonna we're gonna um close the show. Did you hear about Eric Gordon? The Knicks are looking into Eric Gordon. I would look. I would not be surprised. And and what you know, f- first of all, we all know who wrote that article, right? Uh, we got to talk about that twice. But but <laughs> oh, that was that but, a Berman? That was that a Berman? Yeah, appearance? it's a Berman article, man. Of course, that's Berman. Oh, right? okay, okay. And and then he brings up the fact that they were teammates on AAU and they were one of the best AAU. Was there any CA connection? No, nah, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but they were teammates on the AAU. They were one of the best AAU backcourts ever, and blah blah blah. And they've been good friends. And when D Rose came to New York in 2016, recruiting. Uh, Eric Gordon to come, blah blah blah. But look, Eric Gordon tonight had five points. Man. Well, he had Deuce on his mind. Exactly. <laughs> so, and not only that, his defense is not that good either. So I mean, I'm not. I mean, Mark Berman crazy, but but they might have made a phone call and talked about it. But not after tonight. T- if Tibbs is probably going to tell Rosie, oh, forget, forget it, forget it, forget it. Forget it. 
yeah, yeah, the def like defensively, yeah. I was trading out one bad defense guy for another def bad defense guy. I can't see right. it. unless they. But the only thing I can see is okay. Well, he's he's shooting better than Fournier. He's having a career year. Uh, maybe up well, well, look, that. I'd be tempted to do that if you could trade him for Fournier straight up. I think the salaries match. The salaries exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. If you could trade him yeah. for Fournier straight up, I'd do it. I mean, I'm not starting Eric Gordon. I'm not even putting him in mob deep, but I I would definitely get rid of Fournier with that. If that's the case, I mean, I don't even know. Is it worth? What are you guys? What are you even worth? Is he? Is, in is like a lateral deal? move? Is he an expiring uh -huh. deal? No, um, he's guaranteed for this season and next season. And then I think Fritz posted in the chat that the following year after next season, he has an option, but it's only guaranteed if he's an all-star and wins the championship. Oh, okay. So basically then he's not going to – he's got basically next year he's he's, he's expiring. Yeah. So it'll be an expiring okay, well, contract. So if we want to – Well, that saves us a year because we have Fournier locked in for three guaranteed years. So then it'll probably be, if anything, it would be a pick – It'd probably be a pick in Fournier for yeah. Eric Gordon. So I, it'd be worth it because just put Fournier, put Gordon at the end of the bench, man. Let him rah rah with Kemba, and then we keep going because then we got to worry about Fournier. Right, like if you don't, if there's no pressure to start him, then I'm fine. I guess I'm fine with that. Unless we well, can let, use that pick you know, for something else, against, though. You know what's gonna? Happen? I hate to say. I want to use that pick for something else. Let's see what though. happens against. Let's see what happens against Boston Saturday night. Right. I don't even if they win again, if they win again and, and, and Deuce plays like he played tonight, there's no discussion of starting anybody else uh, as far as, you know, another point guard. We don't know. That yeah. won't even be a discussion anymore. Because you got Quick. He's not going to take Quick's minutes. Right. Definitely not mm -hmm. going to take no. Quick's minutes. And he's not taking D. Rose's minutes. Yeah. Right. I, I, can, I can definitely feel that. And, and the Boston Celtics are starting to win a couple of games. Like, I think they got – They're still down. What are they looking like? Yeah, they're only like a couple games over 500. Right, right. They just, Everybody they... in the East is like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Much, yeah. <laughs> they just got somebody back, though. So, um, who did? Uh, is it Horford? Hmm? Was it Al Horford? I think it was Al Horford, right? Not not Horford. Um, it was it Horford? Yo, who? It was not oh, Horford. I, actually, actually, the Celtics are 500. They're 14 and 14. Yeah, and they just won their last game. They're four and six in their last ten. They ain't doing that great. Yeah, they they, they can be had. They they definitely yeah. can be had. We, yeah, you know where I say if we beat them once, I feel like we can beat them twice. Yep. So that's that's my that's my whole. And we beat them with the weaker lineup, really, honestly, because if we played them with with with, with Deuce starting, yeah, uh, we we played them with Deuce starting, man, and and then don't let us get uh, Grimes in that too. So I think we'd be in good shape. Yeah, definitely would be in good shape. But Grimes, Grimes, and those guys probably will not be back until next week. I'm counting because I counted ten days from Sunday. It's so, ten days from Sunday. I would, yeah, I would. Ten think. days from last Friday. R right. I mean, I mean, they announced it on. Oh, was, well, they announced it on Sunday. Yeah, because the last they, they all caught the thing in Toronto. Right. Okay. That. Okay. So I mean, uh, t tomorrow will be what eight days. Tomorrow. So really Sunday, but I don't. But if they have two pos two negative tests in 24 hours, they could come back. Okay. All right. All right. Because I counted Sunday yesterday, but if, he, if you're counting if you're counting the Raptors, then then moves the timeline up, so they could yeah, possibly they back. Yeah, Friday. They could possibly be back by the Celtic game or the Pistons game. The or... Detroit game. I think they'll be back by the right. Detroit game. 
Yeah. Yeah. Latest Wizards. The latest game I would say is the Wizards, yeah. depending on when they contracted it. And the Wizards is yeah. next week, Thursday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Hopefully they'll be back for Detroit. Though. Man, please. This is a good time for us to get right. No, this, this is the time. time for us. This is time this to run on some wins for, for sure. For sure. Yeah, this is a good time for us to get right, man. For so. sure. All right, yo. Man, well, that is our show, man. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Like I said, if you like the show, please hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be here back here on Saturday. I don't know who, which one who, who from you guys are available Saturday. but What I, time is the game? Uh, the game is eight, eight thirty, eight thirty Saturday. Oh, so that's a game time decision. <laughs> okay, Raw's on game time decision. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna be out. I'm on health and safety protocols. Oh, health, that oh, game. So oh, Ryan's I'll on. Be out. Ryan's on healthy. Ryan's on healthy safety protocol. Raw's game time decision. So I might have to recruit somebody for Saturday. Otherwise, it could just be me too. It depends. But I'm gonna see if I get some some help on Saturday just in case. All right, so. That is our show. Um, yeah, shout out to the chat once again. Shout out to uh, Chris Christ Wallace, Christ Wallace, Nick Yak, Don Nix, Wayne Patterson, Harlem Nine Hundred. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. If you like the show, hit the like and subscribe button. And um, yeah, that's our show. Raw. Let them know. Let them know where they can find you, sir. On YouTube at Raw Hebrew Remnant, and also on Twitter at Raw Hebrew Remnant. I have other things, but those are the ones that I'm always on. So let's just go with that. All right, all right, all right. So shout out to my guy. Raw also he has a Patreon. And when you pay for yeah, Patreon, right. Patreon. Yeah, yeah, Raw yeah, Hebrew yeah. Remnant Reppin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goes to a good cause. So definitely yeah, support yeah, that yeah. man. All right, um, Ryan, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Sergi is chilling. Sergi is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. All righty then. Also, you can find me, you can find us, actually at the KOT Show on Twitter. Definitely, definitely go to Instagram, go to Instagram, go to Instagram, get us to that 10K um, at the Nick of Time Show. Uh, Fritz is probably going to put a link in the chat that goes to the Instagram. And also, you can get our snapbacks at the Nick of Time Show.com in the colorways black and white and blue and orange. And definitely check out the latest article by our guy, Ken, who writes about... um. Trying to trade for the great De'Aaron Fox. All right. That is our show. And as always, shut out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here. All right. That's our show. We out of here. Peace. Ross says, deuces. New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Why see?